Welcome to the Off Your Ass and Out of Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Diana Ricciardi. And here we crush all the BS that's left you stuck in the same spot month after month, year after year. We are going to shift your mindset, get up, get moving, and get inspired so we can rewire the neural pathways in your brain and change the way you act, think, and feel. You are in the right spot if you're frustrated that your mind seems to be behaving as your worst enemy, and you are exactly where you need to be if you often feel anxious and unknowingly feed into self-sabotaging behaviors. You are here because you are ready to get off your ass, out of your head, and experience life. Let's start squeezing all the goodness out of what this world has to offer through fun, travel, food, and love. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. It is the new year. Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a good time. Today is a fun podcast, different kind of podcast, um, because I'm not here to yell at you. I'm just here to tell you some good news, (laughs) and I'm super excited. I have a cold, so that's why I sound like I'm holding my nose. But anyway, it's passing really quickly, so I'm grateful for that. I am healing through it. So I am here to tell you about what I did this week. And I was kind of shocked that I did it. It wasn't exactly an accident, but I surprised myself the moment that it happened because I didn't expect to do it in that moment. Um, So I'm sitting at my computer and I'm searching for flights to this little tiny remote island that, you know, takes like three planes to get there. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, I really want to go. And I had this built up for a while, like that I want to take a solo trip, but I've always been so freaking scared because I mean, I had past anxiety, even taking the train into Manhattan in my early twenties and even college. I felt like I always needed a friend there to like guide me or I would second guess myself, even in college, like finding my classroom and, and the building every day. I felt like I needed my friend there to like guide me through. So what inspired a person who used to not even be able to take the train into Manhattan, which is like something that I do all the time now, to going out of the country, 75 miles off the coast of Nicaragua. 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 I'm practicing my Spanish. <laughs> But right now, my level of Spanish is around the level like where it sounds like I'm reading from a Spanish phrase book, but I can get my point across and also I have no personality. Encantada, señorita Bolivar. I also kind of sound like a telenovela narrator. Encantada, señor. I also feel like I have, even though I have no personality in Spanish because I'm too worried like in my head about the words and like I have to translate in my head it doesn't just come naturally just yet I feel like I have the potential to be sexy in the Spanish language you know what I mean like the way that they speak is so sexy it's like you know the romance language like see sí, like oh like ooh <laughs> I'm not going to make it guys oh man I'm not going to make it What inspired this solo travel if I was always so scared? So I think about the feeling that I have when I'm solo shopping or solo in Manhattan or even going away. I've been away for um, 
when have I gone by myself? So I've, I've been to like classes and certifications and stuff like in California and, um, weekends away by myself, but like never out of the country or somewhere for a vacation with no plan, you know? But you know that like feeling where you get at the beginning of spring when you don't need a coat anymore and it's like freedom bye (laughs) like you're just walking around with no coat and just a fanny pack your arms are free free for free for hugging free for swinging you know this is new york You, you never know you need both ready at all times so solitude i'm looking forward to solitude i'm looking forward to working in uh the caribbean I want to travel more than most people can because I make my own schedule, which is so amazing. I'm so grateful for that. I worked really, really hard pretty much my whole life to get to this point. Well, maybe not my whole life. Maybe since I left funeral directing, since I was like 21. So for the past almost 10 years, I've been really working towards, um, you know, being my own boss. And it's finally happening with um, both of my businesses, but I really want to focus on, you know, give myself breaks where all I do is focus on this, focus on bringing you guys material, um, juicy content, funny stories. And what do I have to do to do that? I have to live. And how do I live? I travel like this is this is part of me. So I know I knew that I'd eventually be going somewhere alone because I like to do that shit. So here I am. I also felt like I was at a point in my life and my business where I had to ask myself, where am I still playing small? Like, where am I not experiencing something just because I'm scared? Because I can't expect I can't expect big, amazing, crazy things to happen to me if I don't do big, crazy, amazing things. You know, if I'm not being an energetic match to amazing, big, crazy, wild, like the kind of life that I want to live, how can I expect to attract it, right? So the biggest answer to that question of what makes me feel alive? What am I still scared to do? What do I want to do that I've been putting off? How am I still playing small because of fear? And a lot of that pointed to uh, solo travel and going on solo adventures. So that is what I decided to work on in my uh, breakthrough session and... You know, I demolished the rest of that fear and here I am. What were my fears going into booking this? I mean, what were my fears before I got through them? And I'll talk about that too. But my fears were everything from finding the gate at the airport. Seriously, like getting lost when I get there, not finding my luggage, like everything. And that kind of went away when I started flying to California um, for classes. And I realized that it's no big deal. It's literally like getting on the train. Um, you know, they're not going to let you on the plane if you're in the wrong spot. So if they keep letting you through, you're good to go. (laughs) But on my first plane ride alone, two and a half years ago, I was meeting two girls that I had never met before. Um, Badass Business Babe and Spiritual Boss Babe, Steph and um, Lauren. The plane ride alone, I was so nervous going over there. I drank like half a bottle of full spectrum CBD. I was a wreck. I was so nervous. And these fears were serious fears up until very recently. I'm talking maybe, you know, a couple months. But up until 
the thought up until very recently, the thought of solo travel absolutely petrified me. And I would have never booked this trip if it wasn't for the breakthrough session. So after my breakthrough session, I realized that all of my fear had dissipated around the subject because that was something that I actually focused on. I wanted to be confident in my solo endeavors. And I'm literally not scared anymore. Like, I don't have fear. Um, there's things that I were like maybe worry or have concern about, like, you know, what if what if the flight's delayed, then my connecting flight, how do I how do I change that? But that's not something that I can control. If that happens, you know, there's literally nothing that I can do. You figure it out. That's why I booked a long trip. I'm gonna be there for a couple of weeks. So if something gets messed up, it happens and I'm gonna have more than enough time on this island that is a whopping five miles long, 4.9 to be exact, (laughs) with a sister island of 1.5 miles. And I'm so freaking excited just to rent a bicycle and do grocery shopping and cook and um, tell you guys I'm probably going to be doing a podcast a day (laughs) with all of the crazy shit that I'm going to see down there because... I hear that life is wild. I mean, taxi rides all around the island, no matter where you go, you just hop in and you pay them $1. Um, What else? My rent is super cheap. The runway that the plane lands on is also a main road. So, and I quote, when planes land, which is twice a day, pedestrians and cars are advised to get out of the way. It's going to be a wild ride like I said 75 miles off the coast of Nicaragua and there's honestly been tremendous alignment so far I can't believe that my fear has really it just it went away I was I was on the phone with um, the credit card company asking about travel insurance which is something that you definitely want to look into by the way if you're going to be um, even if you're not going to be doing like extreme activities (laughs) Still, you could get sick, you know, anything could happen. So make sure that either the credit card that you're booking on or um, you take out a separate thing or when you click insurance with the plane that it includes at least X amount of medical expenses if something goes wrong. So I'm talking to them about travel insurance and I didn't expect that when I clicked the continue button, it meant that I booked it. I was just going to get to that last step, you know, where like, it's like confirm your purchase and you're like, okay, I'll, I'll leave it on this page. So I'm ready, but I'm not really ready yet. Well, I press continue and it says, thank you for booking. You're on your way. Enjoy your flight. I was like, <gasps> I said to the credit card guy, I was like, I just booked a trip. He's like, oh, congr- congratulations. Have fun. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, no, you don't understand. Um, So because I did that so promptly, I had to go right onto the website of the second airline, the third plane that I'm taking to the small island, which is a 12 passenger plane. It's a one hour ride. Um, So I had no choice but to book it because I had already booked the first leg of the trip. So I had to continue (laughs) because I didn't want to, you know, just spend my time in the Nicaragua airport and I didn't want to go to that town. So I had to continue. Um, the entire trip takes about 13 hours and three planes to get there. 
I am super excited. And there have been a lot of um, frustrations coming up so far, like roadblocks, but I'm moving through them. Um, One thing was that I was planning on using my points. I have a ton of points racked up on my credit card because that's how I get free free travel. And it works out for me really well. They partner with a lot of airlines. I didn't realize that Spirit wasn't one of them. I thought that was a major airline. So I have been racking up the credit card, you know, not the not the debt, but I've been putting things on it, paying it off, putting things on it, paying it off intentionally so I could build up points, you know, because I knew that this was coming up. But it turns out that Spirit does not take those points. They're not affiliated. So I had to pay out of pocket and I did not expect to have to shell out the money, but I was like, you know what? What am I not going to go after planning? So I, you know, I did it. And right after I booked is when things started to align easily. I have a tiny house. Um, it's super small, but I have my own kitchen. There's a washer. That's really all that I can ask for. There's possibly going to be Wi-Fi while I'm there. And if not, there's surrounding restaurants with it. And I'll just have to deal, you know. I'll upload my podcasts in, uh, in restaurants. So I knew... I'm ready for this because even with a 13-hour trip, three flights, and a six-hour layover in the middle of Nicaragua, I'm okay with it. I'm like, I'm ready. And even after all the frustrations, I keep pushing through and I finally, it's finally, it's set up, it's done, it's, it's, it's here, like <laughs> I'm going. And I knew that if I just didn't do it, that I wouldn't. So I'm going to figure out the root canal business when I get back because it's not a major medical issue yet. It's just really painful. People are like, what made you pick this place? What made you pick this specific island? Um, After a lot of research, honestly, a lot, there were places that I've already been that I could go, but I felt like that was too easy. Like that was just too easy. I was like, maybe I'll go to St. Martin again, but... I would really like to experience something new and have new stories for you guys, you know? So the reason that I picked this island was for the beautiful beaches, safety, the cost, and I keep reading about the friendly people. And that is super important. (laughs) All those things, right? We definitely want to make sure we're safe. Also, it's important that I can get fresh fruits and vegetables and you know, rice and beans and all that, and it's readily available. I'm really excited to see what I'm going to be cooking up because, you know, island fruits are just a whole other ball game. It's just not the same. So what have I done to prepare? Let's see. Okay, what have I done to prepare? Well, I've gotten new luggage, and I, I've bought and returned a few different backpack well no I only bought two but I'm gonna I have to return one and I'm gonna go to the store and if you have any suggestions please send them my way so I have the Osprey 46 liter which is a 46 liter backpack it's the maximum carry-on size which I love because it's a backpack that you can carry on but it's as big as like my rolly suitcase so now I don't have to have this big rolly suitcase I just have the backpack and I was like how am I ever gonna carry 30 to 50 pounds on my back but honestly It's because of the way that it's designed, the hip belt, that's what it's made for. And all of these backpacks are made for different sizes. So you want to make sure that you're fit for it properly. 
And this one, the hip belt, your all of the weight is on your hips. So your legs are carrying the weight. So you barely notice it. The straps aren't are barely touching your shoulders. Like they are not weighing on your shoulders at all. The straps are just to keep you, keep the bag strapped to you. So I am really liking this backpack shit. So I've got a carry-on backpack and a rolly under the seat personal item because there's much more room in that than there is in my old backpack under the seat item. Get it? (laughs) I'm replacing all these things. And then my old carry-on, which is a little rolly suitcase, is now going to be my checked luggage. So I have a really tiny checked and just a backpack and a rolly carry-on. So I'm going to have like two little rolly things behind me because the backpack can be put on top of the personal item rolly thing. You get it? I bought a strap. So it's really cool. I'm really excited about this new found like compact luggage shit. And I took all my clothes for two weeks. I'm... I'm renting now, but I'm really excited about it. I took all my clothes. For t- if you need packing tips, I got you. I took all my clothes for two weeks and I probably overpacked, but I still have room in my suitcase. It's like too good to be true. And yes, I'm already packed for a trip that I'm not taking for quite a few weeks. The only complaint that I have about the Osprey 46 liter is that it's kind of made for someone with shoulders that are a little more broad than mine. So sometimes I feel feel the straps just pressing on my shoulder bones and I don't really want it there. But if that's the only thing that is the issue and I can't find something that holds as much as this one, I'm fine with it because I'm not looking to like backpack through the wilderness with it or backpack through Europe with it. I'm just wearing it through the airport, wearing it on moving from place to place, maybe from on on a couple of boats on the island, but It's not like I'm walking miles with it. So what I did was buy wrist sweatbands and I slipped them over the straps where they were digging in and honestly worked like a charm. What else have I done to prepare? Oh, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, this. So I took my face wash and I've always been really curious about whether or not face wash is good for you or like good for your skin or really bad for your skin. And I came to the conclusion, I feel like it's stripping it. I just feel like face wash, it has so many unnecessary chemicals in it. So I started washing my, well, cleansing my face with just pure um, non-comedogenic oil, meaning that it doesn't clog the pores. So I was just cleansing with an oil, but I realized that it wasn't working that well. So I did some research and now I just use these reusable like felt-ish kind of feeling. And they're not really felt. They're like cotton. They're bamboo. That's what they are. They're bamboo, but they're super soft and they take off your makeup in like a swipe. All you have to do is get it wet. And because the water is like super chlorinated and has chemicals in it here. I ordered this bottle of micellar water. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but it's a cleansing water that comes in a bottle and it was literally like $6 and I've had it for almost a month and I'm not even like an eighth of the way through it. So this shit lasts for a long time. So I just put it on the pads and it takes off. Even if I have a full face of makeup on, it takes it right off. It's really crazy with like minimal rubbing and it comes with an exfoliation pad. It's really cool. If you want the uh, info on that, just DM me and I will give you the link. I've also gone from, some of you may know, I with my hair, I do the curly girl method, which means that I know that this sounds gross. Everybody's going to be like, what the fuck? But I don't use shampoo. I've been cleansing my hair with conditioner, like cleansing conditioner for 
years now and it comes out cleaner and stays less greasy for longer. Now I can go longer without washing my hair without because the shampoo just like see this was my theory. This is why I thought about this because when I stopped using shampoo, it stops stripping my hair. My color lasts longer. My hair grows like a weed and it just feels um it's not overproducing oil now because you know, it's not stripping it. So it's really better for your hair to use conditioner. Look up the curly girl method if you want more info on that. Just Google um, curly girl method and it'll tell you all you need to know. Because of that, I don't want to be carrying around a big bottle of conditioner. And putting them in little bottles is just annoying. And it's wasting a lot of plastic. So I ordered these conditioner bars offline. They, they look like bars of soap. And they're, you know, you just like rub them on your head or rub them in your hands and um, use it on your scalp. So that's how I'm going to travel with my conditioner now in bars. And I don't even have to take the whole bar. I could cut it in half and save a lot of space and a lot of weight because the little plane only allows 30 pound bags on. So I have to keep both bags under 30 pounds and I'm already going to be paying, you know, extra for the second bag. They want you on with just a backpack and a uh, personal item, but I'm going to just pay the fee. I got clothes. So what else? What else have I done to prepare the face stuff? Ooh, oh, okay. So there's been this moisturizer that I've been wanting to try for a while. It's from Bamboo Earth. I have no affiliations with all any of these companies whatsoever. I just like to talk about things that I love. So there's this cactus concentrate. It's not like a moisturizer. It's more like a bomb. It looks like a lip balm. Um, but it's like an oil. It's a cactus concentrate from the prickly pear cactus. And you put it on a wet face and it moisturizes the shit out of you. And I swear I've never been more more moisturized just from this one product. So it's super fucking expensive. I bought it on Black Friday, so I had a 20% off coupon. So it's three months worth of product. So when you do the math, I'm actually saving money. It's just an investment up front. But I decided to try it and then I realized what an investment it was because it literally replaces almost every other product. Like I am fully moisturized and feeling plump and delicious from this one product. So when I travel now, I feel like I only need that and maybe an eye cream or that and an oil or like, you know, one other thing maybe for backup. But since I got it, I haven't really used many other products and it is the dead of winter. So that is crazy to me. So I downsized my skincare regimen because I didn't want to be taking, you know, cleanser and, um, moisturizer and serum and oil and eye cream because that's what I would do in the past and I would take this huge luggage and it's just kind of uh, obnoxious. I got, oh my God, this will change your life, compression packing cubes, not just regular packing cubes, compression packing cubes. So you put your clothes in like a regular cube and then you zip it up and it looks like a regular packing cube, like, you know, a little. it's like a little personal drawer that you put your, your clothes in. And you put it in your suitcase so things stay organized. But this one then has a second zipper where you like crunch everything down like a space bag kind of and you just you zip around and it gets out all of the air and your clothes are now like a little bubble and you throw it in your suitcase and it saves so much room. I can't believe how much you would think by just squishing things in. You could just squish things in, but no. Like it's going to break your zipper. Get the compression cubes. They're from Amazon. Again, no affiliation. I'm just obsessed with these things. <laughs> but that really saved me on space. 
let's see what else what else downsize downsize what else did I downsize I downsized a lot because just wait I'm gonna tell you the things that I'm taking that make me feel luxurious because not to paint any sort of negative picture but this place I wouldn't say is luxurious in the sense of shopping or you know a lot of um, options when it comes to anything really because you know 4.9 miles the island is so I'm going to tell you about the things that I'm taking with me that you know might be deemed um, unnecessary but that make me feel good when I travel so this is really why I'm downsizing what else oh I'm not taking a hair dryer this is the first time I'm traveling without a hair dryer because my hair literally takes hours to dry but I'm just gonna have to deal with it you know I'm just not gonna fucking dry it while I'm there so the hairdryer will stay. What else? What else? Yeah, so that means I'm also going to just leave the hair gel. I'm not going to take any product because who really cares? I'm going to go to the beach probably every day. I am never going to want to worry about drying it ever. Even if I use it once, it's not worth it. <laughs> so I might take like squishy rollers and put them in a compression cube so they're all the way squished down and they take up no room and they're like no weight. So I'll take like squishy rollers so then I could uh, have some control over it if I want to or something. I'll take like one brush or one pick, which is really flat. Yeah, I'll take a pick instead. Um, let's see. Let's see. No jewelry because why? I have one bathing suit and then the rest of the days are definitely going to be sports bra and then uh, like a universal bottom that I got from Target. That's all I could think about right now. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so I don't have to take like any shoes with me. I'm literally taking um, two pairs of shoes, a pair of sneakers and the Birkenstocks. So I got myself a pair of Birkenstocks and they actually have really cute styles nowadays and they have vegan versions so you don't have to get leather. And I really like that. So I got this pair and they are super freaking comfortable. So those are going to be my everydays. And the only thing I need sneakers for is like if maybe, I don't know. I mean, I should wear them riding the bike, but I always ride my bike in flip flops. It's bad, but at least Burke stay on your feet. But, you know, if I go on a hike or if I just am walking for a long, long time and whatever, but I feel like I need a pair of sneakers. So. I'll take that and then um, I'll take my, my water shoes. Can't forget my water shoes. I feel like I've been talking about what I'm packing for about 45 minutes. Sorry guys, if you're still listening, thanks. Thanks for being there with me. Um, so let me tell you what I'm also taking to make me feel like high vibe. So what I'm taking to make me feel high vibe is my pillow and my blanket. I love my pillow and my blanket and that makes me feel at home and a good night's sleep is really important to me. And I realized that, you know, this this is a country that I'm going to that I'm not very familiar with. And I know that I'm not going to um, the land of luxury, so I'm not expecting much, which is fine. But I really like my pillow and my blanket, and that's going to make me feel high vibe. Also, I just got a new sheet set. You might have seen on my stories. I, I, like, I like these sheets a lot. So I'm going to take the flat sheet with me because I like how it feels. So those are the things that I'm taking with me to make me feel high vibe while I'm gone. Um, I literally thought about taking my favorite candle and I was like, chill, chill, stop it. And I, I think that's all I, I got for you guys. But yeah, I hope that this podcast was inspiring for you to specifically book your own trip or 
just do something out of the box that you were thinking that you couldn't do and just go for it. Or maybe it inspires you to book a breakthrough session because that'll get you through your fear for the rest of your life (laughs) with continued practice. Let me tell you a really brief crazy story and I might lose some of you on this and I might uh, really spark something in others. So when I had my breakthrough session and I crumbled my fear and I went back to the root cause and I crumbled the foundation of my first instance with fear, I that was the first time that I actually went back and I went back several generations. Like I wasn't myself years ago healing the first instance. I was myself generations ago healing ancestral trauma, healing the... um the souls of my ancestors. It sounds so nuts, but that was the most powerful emotion that I released. And before that actually happened, I would have thought that you were crazy, like telling me that, like, what do you mean? How do you know that? But when you do this subconscious mind work, you just know it. And it was, it was a really cool and really nuts. And I honestly, even though I see the changes over and over again, I still say like, I can't believe that worked. I cannot believe that worked. I healed something as serious as fear and anger and, you know, all of the heavy emotions and hypnosis and meditation and and what I do, EFT, NLP. um, You can go on my website and definitely learn more about this at return-to-saturn.com. But... I was also, I guess you could say hypnotized because I was asked to be um, last year. Something as, it sounds silly, but honestly, I needed it. I'm going to share something with you guys that's going to maybe blow your mind. But after I became vegan, um, I guess there were still some cravings that I wasn't satisfying. Like I wasn't having healthy sweets, so I was still craving um, sugars and like unhealthy sugars a lot when I first became vegan. So... There was a point where I literally got hooked on the dairy-free Pillsbury frosting in a can and I couldn't stop eating it. Guys, I swear to you, I literally couldn't stop eating it off of a spoon. And I asked my professor to please hypnotize me (laughs) into not wanting to eat the chocolate frosting out of the can anymore. And I never really thought about it again but it obviously worked because I never bought another can again that's and that's also how this shit works like you don't realize that it worked until you realize that it worked you know what I mean um so that was a really crazy realization but yeah I definitely um I definitely went through that (laughs) maybe some of you can relate with other foods uh yeah I, uh, I couldn't believe it worked, but it certainly does, and it continues to work in my practice. But basically, what I'm trying to say here is, if the girl who used to have four to five anxiety attacks a day, that used to be me about 10, maybe eight to 10 years ago, way before I started waking up to this personal development world. But if that girl can get, gain the confidence to travel alone, to a place where I don't know anybody, I don't know what to expect. Um, you know, the airport kind of scares me. I don't know, like, but if I can do it, you certainly can too. You just need the tools to get through it. 
I'm telling you, I used to go through phases where I would have such bad anxiety that I would not want to go into the grocery store. I would be like paralyzed in my car for sometimes an hour. I would just sit there and not want to go in. I don't know what I was afraid of. I just didn't want to go in. I just didn't want um, interaction, stimulation. I don't know, man. I don't even know what it was. But, you know, when you crumble, when you crumble that foundation of all those, those um, emotions pent up, it, it releases just so much that you don't even have to know the why, you know? You don't have to keep digging for the why if you could just surpass it and rewire your brain. That's the cool thing. And I think that's all I have for you guys today. Happy travels. Happy doing the things that scare you. DM me. Let me know what you did this week, something that scared you, that you got through. I appreciate you all. I am so glad that we connected today. Hit me up on Instagram at Return to Saturn. I've been posting a lot of fire videos on my Instagram, my Facebook group, which is also Return to Saturn. And on my Instagram, you can click the link in my bio and see how you can work with me. So I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Central American country by herself. You can too.